Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons, 1380 KLIZ, the fan, streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. That thanks to our sponsor, Mills GM, the home of affordable luxury, the 2018 Buicks. Chris Foley with me, as always. Colin McDonald with you. Chris, uh, we're off and running again. We've got uh, uh, some good guests coming up. Uh, Ron Sanders has uh, kind of a uh, visionary idea for the Lakes area and the the, uh, uh, web.com tour, which would be fabulous if it all comes together and we're going to talk about that vision and a little timetable and uh, possibly in august which yeah. would be uh, fantastic oh it'd be great for the brainerd area and professional golf in, in the brainerd area at a high level uh really exciting stuff speaking of high level golf where's webb simpson been because uh, that was about the highest level you can play at wow. over at the tpc yeah he uh boy talk about domination you know come <laughs> He he's standing on on sixteen T on Sunday with an eight shot lead, yeah. Which uh, <laughs> that's kind of a Tiger esque, you know. You, you, we just don't don't see that very often. But I'll tell you, Webb Simpson went from you know nine months ago two hundred plus on uh, on the PGA Tour in strokes game putting to right now he's fifth in strokes game putting. So uh, in the last three months, he's played extremely well. Uh, and it, the whole difference is his putter. It's you know he went from uh, he was one of the guys when they went to you know when they went to non-anchoring uh, that it really really hurt their game. And uh, he found something about uh, six seven months ago with the help of Tim Clark, another guy that the anchoring bands killed. Uh, Tim Clark gave him a lesson, and it's uh, it's really taken hold in the last couple months. And uh, boy, he putted the lights off of it. There was yeah, just a couple, well, a couple, three really big names that uh, just went away with that uh, putting ban. So that was uh, a tough decision by the PGA Tour, I think. Maybe the right decision, but uh, not to those guys. <laughs> no, you know, I it's uh, it, it it's really hurt a lot of people's game, unfortunately, and uh, not necessarily one of those things that. Uh, that enhances the game for any of us. But it was nice, you know, another guy who really hurt, Keegan Bradley, yeah. had a great tournament, finished tied for seventh. So um, so nice to, see, nice to see those guys doing well. And, and Webb Simpson has a great story, you know, so it's uh, uh, it's always fun to to see somebody with a, with a good story uh, finish well and win well and have success again. Well, now he's a major champion, and he's won the PGA and uh, a number of other tour events. So if he... And string together a pretty good career from here on out, which it certainly looks like he might be able to do. You know, then then you get into Hall of Fame numbers once you win a major and yeah, a tournament exactly. players championship. Exactly. So uh, he went away for a while, but boy, back with a vengeance. Now, where's Hunter Mahan? That's my question. <laughs> because uh, Hunter Mahan, where did he go? That's he was, right. Uh, just one of the next great players, and uh, now he's come up a couple weeks in a row. Other thing about the TPC, of course, is Tiger got everybody excited. We've uh, You've talked many times, Chris, how Tiger moves the needle. And uh, he had a couple of really nice days. Really, uh, Saturday and about three-quarters of Sunday, uh, Tiger was kind of Tiger again. Yeah, uh, 65 on Saturday. Uh, really played fabulous golf. And, and actually, Sunday, he, his ball striking was as good as it's been all year in his comeback. Um, you know, makes double or triple on 17 to end up shooting 69 but with the with the exception of 17 he, he played some great great golf uh and fun to see and you know started off 72 71 f- playing with uh 
with Phil Mickelson, uh, which was a lot of fun to yeah to see that. Uh, Phil just blew apart. Wow. Yeah, the, <laughs> unusual for Phil to to not. Uh, uh, he rarely plays poorly like he did on uh, on Thursday and Friday. He said uh, he's just he's kind of at the point in the seasons where he's tired right now and uh, just kind of di- didn't have much much game this week. It worried him the week before. He talked about how he had had to grind so hard in uh, North Carolina and yeah. uh, that uh, he might be tired. I mean, yeah. those guys know they're the machines that are their bodies and for uh, sure he was worried and sure enough i think he double bogeyed three of the last five holes on on friday and then missed the cut so. yeah you know it's uh it seems like playing 18 holes of golf a day is pretty easy but uh uh it is a grind out there for those guys you know you, you when you travel and and you practice hard several days a week of a tournament and then you then you play and media obligations and Everything they do, and it, yeah. it's uh, it's uh, it's not as easy as it might look out there. And you're 47 years old in yeah, this case, exactly. Uh, kind of, uh, I was thinking how it used to be golf. You know, they'd maybe show nine holes on Sunday or the last six holes in the old days when I was young. And uh, boy, if you tuned in on Sunday, you saw Tiger double bogey the 17th, and then Spieth quadruple bogey the 18th. You're thinking, I'm as good as these guys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, unfortunately, Spieth played great as well, uh, and he putted well for the for the tournament, other other than the 18th hole and. He's like, he four putted eighteen, didn't he? That's kind of gotten to be the little bit of an aberration in his game. He came back, you know, when he dominated early in his career, just dominated, and then once in a while now he throws a great big number up there, a triple or a quad, yeah. which is uh, really, really kind of strange. You know, his he's gone just the opposite of uh, of Webb Simpson. He's a hundred and eighty something in putting right now on the PJ Tour, and uh, you know, definitely has. Uh, some of the yips in his stroke on on the short putts, and uh, if you watch closely, if you uh, you know slow it down, you can see that little flinch in his stroke on some of those short ones, and it's uh, uh, it's hard to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah. After what you called, and uh, many people called the greatest putting season ever in the history of the PGA yeah. Tour when he when he was just on fire. Yeah. So th- you know, two two seasons ago, not last year, but the year before had. Uh, greatest season ever in putting on the PGA Tour, as well as one of the best seasons in winning and dominance. So uh, he's got to get that putting putting worked out, and we'll see this week. He's a home home event for him this week in in Dallas, so should be actually his home golf course as well. So maybe uh, maybe this will be the week he uh, turns things around a little bit. You're listening to Lakes Woods and Irons on 1380 KLIZ, and we're back with uh, an interview with Ron Sanders right after this. Welcome back to Lakes Woods and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, and streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. Special guest, uh, Ron Sanders, is with us. Chris, you've been uh, talking to Ron a little bit and uh, always trying to grow golf in the Lakes area, and we have a really cool uh, chance at that with this uh, uh, great event that Ron's uh, working on putting together. Yeah, welcome to the show, Ron. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. Ron is the uh, founder and executive director of uh, the Central Minnesota Classic, which is uh, the kind of the precursor, I guess you'd say, to a Web.com tour event. Is that correct, Ron? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Uh, we've uh, upgraded the name a little bit. Uh, we're now calling it the Web.com Tour Showcase because, in fact, what we're trying to do is showcase sure. the Web.com uh, event here. And we've been, you know, obviously in a relationship 
uh, with the Web.com PGA Tour, and they're well aware of what we're doing. And the idea is to develop it over, um, you know, a couple of years uh, to be an official Web.com Tour. There are two ways you can basically get a, an official PGA event. One is you write a check for $2 million, and they will come, all right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other way is you've got to build something and get it to a point where they're convinced that you have the community support, sponsorship, and uh, golf courses. And obviously, we've got all kinds of championship golf courses. So we got all the ingredients that sure. would make it a preferred event on the web.com mm-hmm. tour. And uh, just to make sure your listeners understand, the Web.com tour is kind of the minor leagues of of baseball, if you might. Um, Each year, uh, several years ago, uh, the PGA Tour had a qualifying event. They've changed that format now, and uh, they have a season-long Web.com tour. The top 25 money winners of the Web.com tournament automatically get their PGA cards, okay? Uh, Then there's uh, another group, uh, the ones that aren't in the top 25 get to play for some other opportunities for the tour. And they also bring in some people from the PGA Tour that are in jeopardy of not getting their cards again. So we're talking about real players here. You know, well, absolutely. You know, yeah. so. you know the, the the fall season on the Web.com Tour is is almost more compelling than the, the regular PGA Tour because of the, the people involved and the, the young players trying to advance to the PGA Tour. And uh, there's all kinds of great storylines that take place there. Yeah, I was just sharing. Uh, uh, I've been an executive in the wireless business. I don't know, too many years to talk about. <laughs> Uh, but it, it just so happens that I was involved in the Omaha Classic back in 97, 98, and 99 as a sponsor. And a couple of players that were in my pro-am are actually tour players today. And uh, they, they went and graduated. And while I was off trying to do more wireless systems, they were off playing golf. And those memories still, you know, still exist. They're on sure. my wall. And... Uh, you know, is a weird thing. I don't play golf in the rain anymore because I'm too old, and I got opportunities to play golf when it's not raining. So I got an umbrella that I rarely use, and I opened it up the other day because it was raining here in Brainerd, and I'll be damned if it didn't say Omaha Classic on it. So, you know, it's got some staying power. That tournament's been around probably 20, 24 years. What was your vision to want to bring an event to the Brainerd Lakes area, Ron? 25 years ago, uh, I got involved when I was at U.S. West, and uh, we had a little customer entertainment event over five years that we grew to a point after we brought in some senior PGA Tour players, and Lee Trevino, and nine others, and Doug Sanders, Wedgie Winchester, and we brought all these people to town, and uh, I, I'm, I'm an out-of-box kind of thinker, and all of a sudden, I said, you know what? We can make this a PGA Tour event, a senior tour event. And at that time, there was no event, either senior PGA Tour or PGA, in uh, in Minnesota or in Twin Cities. So uh, with the help of U.S. West, uh, we put a bid together. And I've actually, that's been on my shelf forever, but I've got a copy of it. And we put it in and submitted it to the PGA Tour. 
Uh, Rick Clarison at the time, and he, by the way, he just retired uh, from the tour, said, you know, kid, you got the right idea. You're there. But uh, we really need you to have more money sewed up, and we need you to have a 501c3 sewed up. All right? So at the same time, I got an assignment from U.S. West to go to Budapest, Hungary, to bring telephones to Eastern Europe. All right? Uh, at the same time, Carlson Companies brought in a person by the name of Roger Bear, and uh, Kurt Carlson's idea was to have a sports marketing division. So Roger came in to start that sports marketing division. And uh, I took all my notes, all my stuff, all my contacts, and had meetings with Roger, and he picked up the ball from where I left it, okay? And then there were telephones. There was one or two telephones in Budapest. So time to time, Roger, <laughs> and, I, time to time, Roger and I did share thoughts. Uh, and uh, I got out of uh, – I came back from Budapest in 1991. We messed around with some special assignments for about six months. And then I finally said, you know what? Yeah, you don't know what to do with me. I don't know what to do with you. Uh, they bought my employment contract. They said, I said, you know I have a passion to do the senior PGA Tour. Uh, so they bought me out of my contract. And uh, then that's when I formed a little company. Roger went back to Winston-Salem, North Carolina. He was actually from R.J. Reynolds and was the guy that uh, invented uh, Winston Cup racing. So good. he went back to Winston-Salem and... Uh, put a, a, a company together called Keystone Marketing, which has been very successful in NASCAR. And uh, I was partnered up with them, and I ran the uh, Twin City operation for the uh, PGA Tour event. Uh, as we went on, uh, three or four months into the operation, after we uh, got some of the initial people in place, and we had a 501c3, and we had a title sponsor, Ralph, uh, Burnett uh, Real Estate at the time. Uh, I, I went off and tried to get other sponsors, and the first call I made was to Motorola. And they said, well, uh, I don't know why you're uh, doing golf, <laughs> but you belong in a wireless business. Yeah, you can have Lee Trevino, <laughs> but <laughs> we want you, all right? So uh, I was recruited back into Motorola. I was actually second in command of their distribution center. And in the meantime, uh, you know, the, I, I think the, the, the charity, and uh, I don't want to overly criticize myself, but I was a pretty young guy. And the board kept asking questions, well, how many PGA tournaments have you run? Zero. Well, what kind of experience do you have in running a mid-major event? None. <laughs> you know? so, so they were getting a little nervous. And, yeah. and wireless business wanted me back. Uh, so that's when we brought in Hollis Kavner. And Hollis has done an absolutely unbelievable job, and uh, you know, as, you know, as I said, the the tournament, the 3M Championship, is probably one of the I don't know third or fourth or fifth best tournament, in attendance-wise, charity dollars, any way you measure it. And obviously, this week we also got announced that Hollis is attempting to bring the PGA Tour. So then we'll have a PGA Tour event in Minneapolis. We'll have a champions event in Minneapolis, and uh, I'm just smiling because I got this beautiful land with a lot of championship golf courses right in the middle of Minnesota, <laughs> and uh, it seems to me, obviously, that uh, a, a web.com 
tournament should play here Absolutely. if I sell it right. You know, and it's uh, and we've had some false starts. Again, people think it's just another charity golf tournament, and it's not. I mean, yeah, any one of the courses probably put on fifteen or twenty charity golf tournaments sure. in a week. So, but that's not what this is. This is a happening. Uh, I want to bring in uh, uh, bringing in the web.com players to add integrity to it. Again, in, in my five steps of selling, I'm trying to get attention this year. All right, uh, will be probably a two day event, a one day competition, one day pro am. Uh, we'll have a, br- a breakfast pairings party at Craigens. Uh, we will end up having an awards dinner. Uh, I'm trying to get some name people uh, f- to be speakers at the awards dinner. The, the one that comes to mind who I've talked to is Tom Lehman. He came from the web.com tour. Right. All right. And he's well-liked, and he came from Alexandria. Yeah. So if I can get him to come, if we all want to beg him, uh, he's sure, a pretty we'll good guy. He's, he's a little busy, <laughs> but uh, I, I think he would be a fer- perfect yeah. person for the inaugural event. Yeah. I also have a personal relationship that developed back in uh, – 85 when we did the U.S. West Classic, which was later a tour, but with a, a gentleman called Bud Chapman. I don't know if you've heard of him or not. Sure, artist. But so. Bud is now 94 years old. He did the infamous 18 holes of golf. He shot his age, I don't know, 2,500 times. A lot. Uh, and we'll put Dud, uh, Bud and Dutch together. That'll be quite a yeah. pair. Yeah, yeah. well, he's still, <laughs> he still drives it a long way. He's still shooting his age. And I'm thinking about bringing him in as an honorary type of starter or something uh, because he helped me get started 25 years ago. Ron, so yeah. people can put this on their calendar. Uh, you're talking down the road just a little bit here, not very far at all. you you got a great date in relationship to what the web.com's web doing this year, August 22nd. Right. You were telling us off air because their season ends on the 17th of August? The regular season ends on the 17th. Uh, the top 60 players go on to some other – uh, you know, playoffs, if you might. Right. Uh, in the meantime, there's 130 players or so, 180, I don't know. But uh, from 61 down, all those players now become available because they don't really have a place to go play. Right. So they're all looking for venues to go play. Uh, and, again, my objective and goal with this event is to showcase Brainerd and showcase the recreational facilities and golf courses in the Brainerd area. Now, if I were a, a golfer that just played all year long and didn't make the top 60, and somebody said, would you like to go to Philadelphia or would you like to go to Brainerd, unwind, play championship golf courses, uh, and help us create a new coming event. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, that's, that's the plan. So that's that's the attention step. And now we get into interest. Next year, my vision is that we have two days of competition and one day of pro-am, okay? Uh, haven't decided yet. That's with a check and depending on what courses, but we probably use multiple courses. We might move people around. I, you know, it depends who wants to, to uh, you know, to support it. I, I can say this about Craigins. Uh, they stepped up to the plate three months ago, and quite frankly, they've shown the greatest degree of interest mm-hmm. in what we're doing. Uh, they provided some seed funds, and uh, they got me going. Uh, so, uh, Craigens, in my mind, will if I'm involved in it, Craigens will always be involved <laughs> in this scenario. 
so, I mean, that brings us to next year. Next year I see a double shotgun, a three-day tournament. So now we got, instead of 96 players, we got 180 players, all right? And more playing spots, increased, uh, you know, uh, sponsorship costs mm-hmm. uh, to go drive money to charity. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's one of the rules of the PGA Tour is that uh, all of the net proceeds uh, are required to go to a uh, 501c3. Sure. Okay? And uh, we have aligned ourselves with a 501c3 here in town uh, called Mount Ski Gull. Yeah. And uh, we just had meetings with them this morning. And, uh, you know, again, I'm out-of-the-box thinker. But right now, Kerry uh, uh, Grillo, uh, who's the executive director, is, you know, put together to try to increase the cash flow and the financial wherewithal of what we have. But, it, you know, again, looking at my vision, I see some dollars this year, more dollars next year, more dollars the other year. So we can grow that 501c3 as we grow the tournament and the contributions get larger and larger. So maybe four years from now when we have an official event, you know, we're working on a new ski slope at, uh, you know, Mount Ski Gull, all yeah. right? Sure. And you wanted, you uh, wanted and, to mention uh, DJ, too, because he's, he's been involved with Mount Ski Gull for a long time. Yeah, so, like, obviously. Donlinger, so. Yeah, yeah Donlinger, uh, DJ, uh, I met with him last week. Uh, we had a common uh, uh, person that he knows that actually I work at Talking Stick in Scottsdale in the wintertime. And uh, Kristen Reese uh, apparently worked with, you know, Kristen. Good friend of mine, yeah. yes. Well, she works with me at uh, Talking Stick. Yeah. And I said, I can't get in to see DJ. How can, how can I do that? And she made a call and got me in. And uh, we met last week. It, it took us about an hour and a half to figure out we were for each other. <laughs> we decided to get married. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, I, I look for great things from him. Uh, he's the, the kind of person I am, and I don't want to, you know, everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses. My strengths are starting things and getting them going. And uh, we were putting together some sponsorship packages. And uh, I'm trying to figure out how to get more and more money to Mount Ski Gull, all right? Because if you take a look at uh, gross revenues, eighty to $100,000, and you look at costs, fifty to 60000 you know, we, we can contain some costs. You know, but at the end of the day, there's, uh, you know, only probably eight to 10000 that would, on a balance sheet, go to the foundation or to the uh, uh, charity. Sure. And I'd like to make that a bigger number. So I, I think, again, a, a uniqueness is what I have. I've got some people that say, geez, we'd like to donate. They think it's a charity event. But I, I've, I've fashioned a, uh, what I call the donation sponsorship. If, if, if you don't know what you want to do, but you got some money and you wanted to get to a 501c3, I'll give you a sponsorship, some limited inventory, maybe a playing spot. 80% of that money immediately will go to the 501c3, and 20 goes into our operation. Sure. So it's another way for people to, to funnel money. I don't know if funnel is a good word <laughs> to, in today's environment, but it's another way to get uh, uh, money into the uh, 501c3. Sure. 
Ron, if we've got volunteers, this is, you know, August 22nd is going to be on us in no time. If we have volunteers that, that would be interested or sponsors that might be interested in contacting you, how can they do that? Uh, my number is very simple. It was the first number at Sprint, 612-386-1100. Ron, SSM, at AOL.com. Volunteers are one of the things the 501c3 provides, uh, and that's another exciting thing about working with them. Obviously, uh, Dean is Carrie's husband, and he's involved in hockey. So, I, you know, we don't, you know, on the first year attention step, you know, we're not going to have huge crowds. I'm not planning bleachers and bunkers and all that. Uh, admission will be free. As many people as can get out to get, you know, again, I'm trying to get attention. Yeah. So it's free. Come on out and watch PGA Golf, all right, for and free. Tell us again, so uh, there's, there's one Pro-Am day and then a day of uh, just competition among the, the well, web.com players? Is yeah, that that's, that's what I'm uh, planning on right now. The, uh, the Pro-Am day will be August 22nd. And then as long as I have the players in town, uh, I, I, I'm envisioning having a competitive round. And it'll either be the day before or the day after. Sure. Uh, but for sure. Ron, thanks for taking the time. This is exciting. Boy, if we could get a web.com thing going in this area, like you say, it's golf paradise, it's lakes yeah. paradise, it's a racing paradise. We can combine all together and have a happening, right? I've been up here a lot uh, recently. And I live in Sartell right now, and it's not a hard drive up here. But I'm actually looking at real estate. I, I go on a rent or buy or, you know, and now I'm going to have yeah. all the real estate <laughs> right. people calling They're me. Right but, what was that number again? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but, you know, I'm going to buy from the realtor that yeah. wants a sponsorship. All right? There you go. <laughs> so. All right, Ron, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. Ron uh, Sanders, we'll get you contact information. We'll put that, uh, we'll put that on, the, uh, on our website as well. So 612-386-1100. And, again, it's Ron Sanders. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. He's not with us right now. He's on the golf course, in fact. So Tim Johnson from Craigans is with me, 1380 KLIZ, the fan, and streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com. Tim, a golf professional at uh, Craigans, and uh, uh, glad to have you on, Tim. We've uh, been trying to get you. I know it's been a busy time of year for everybody, and we're off and running at Craigans, golf season in full swing. We had to wait a little while, but we're going. Absolutely, it's uh, it's great to be on the show again, and and hopefully I won't disappoint with all these uh, weeks that I've had to prep and, and give you great information for everyone. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's, the uh, let's just talk briefly about the uh, condition of the course through the winter. We had the uh, really long winter, get the big uh, snow dump in mid-April, which was helpful for everybody's golf games. Uh, but right now, boy, we we couldn't have asked for better weather of late. It's yeah, it's been it's been great. The the weekends have been warm and sunny for the most part, and it's bringing people out to the golf course. It's green. Uh, greens are getting close to prime time, you know, speed wise. And and Matt and his crew out on the golf course are doing a great job with uh, keeping everything up to par. And and obviously the little bit of the rain that we have had and getting our irrigation system on is really. Uh, greened everything up there for us makes it uh, a pretty view when you drive off 77 there and you can see some of bobby's courses there oh boy it's fantastic a couple events coming right up tim in fact uh, 
Uh, the U of M uh, Gopher Get Together is right around the corner, and so is Demo Day. Let's talk about those. Yeah, so we have the Gophers Road Trip. So it's kind of a new thing that they've done this year where they're going to have um, five southern locations and four northern locations, and we happen to be one. Um, I have feeling Dutch had a little push in that. To you think? A huge, huge <laughs> backer of the Gophers, and, you know, I'm always rooting for the golden, maroon and gold. So they're going to be here on May 23rd, which is a Wednesday, Wednesday night, 5 o'clock. It's a complimentary dinner, so if you'd like to come out, uh, listen to a lot of the coaches talk, I believe Fleck will be there. Um, the AD for the U of M will be there, I believe. Um, but they're just going to have people come out, listen to them talk, answer some questions. Um, I'm real excited for it because I, I haven't heard him speak uh, in public, so I kind of want to attend and see what he has to to offer for us. So Everybody says we'll be running through walls for him when we hear a PJ speech, so it should be pretty good. Right, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be great. So that's going to be 5 o'clock. Uh, just give us a call out at the Legacy here. And we'll get you on a list, and so to make sure there's enough room for everyone. Then you guys have turned Demo Day into quite an event. I've uh, attended uh, most times, I think, and it's really fun and a chance to check out all the new golf gear. Yeah, yeah, we work hard on that, and and Chris has a huge part to do with that of all the lessons and fittings that he does do out here, and has a great um, following from him. So obviously, we can't take all the credit. He he gets a lot of that. Um, but that's going to be Saturday, May 26th, uh, starting at 11 a.m. out on our driving range. We're going to have all the big names out there. So anyone looking to tr- just try new clubs, uh, there's no, you don't have to come out to purchase anything if you just want to try it and see how, how it matches up with what you have in your bag right now. Um, a lot of the new product right now is hot. Uh, Callaway and TaylorMade are really making strides and adding, you know, and you talk about distance for clubs, those are the two that uh, we usually throw out there and, and want the, the customer to try right away. So uh, May 26th on the driving range, uh, no cost to that. Come out and try some clubs. Get fitted if you'd like. Get some specs. Um, I'll be out there. Chris will be out there talking with people and you know answering any questions and, and just evaluating the set that they have and maybe where they want to go forward with their game. Yeah, it's nice to have you guys there. I know uh, Chris uh, just stood behind me, and I uh, selected a couple drivers, and uh, uh, we narrowed it down to a couple, I should say. I, he's, I think he hit those two the best, and then uh, uh, then just kind of left it up to me from there. But nice to get the, uh, the professional opinion and then uh, and then the personal feel, of course, of the club. So, yeah, that's a great day, demo day. That's yeah, coming up May 26th. It is great, and, you know, Chris has that technology that, I mean, he can – he can tell you and give him your expertise, but when he pulls you back and just actually shows you the numbers of what club is performing at what um, height for you with your game, it it makes a big difference for yourself and gives you a little confidence of, of what's going on. See, him one uh, opportunity we've got, to some new opportunities, some new lodging there. I know we've got uh, a lot of people who come up from the Twin Cities and really all over the uh, upper Midwest and all over the country for a visit, and uh, new lodging maybe a a nice, uh, pretty large uh, golf group could come out and uh, set up the weekend or, or the week and just have a great time. Yeah, the lodging is, is something that we have really put an effort into here the last couple of years, and Eric over at the resort is is definitely helping out with that. We have some legacy lodges that are around the golf course 
right on the golf course in fact so when you have your golf buddies up and you're going to stay right on the right on the golf course you go by the holes maybe where you're going to be staying you'll see that as well plus it has you know the game rooms with poker tables um big screen tvs uh, everything you pretty much want in a guy's getaway weekend um, for you out on the golf course, as well as a lot of the new ones that we've had over at the resort, uh, the remodeling a lot, as well as the Bayville, Bayview Villas, excuse me. Um, they're right on the shore of Gull Lake, and they're brand new. They are spectacular inside. I mean, it it is very cool. And I always say to myself, I wish I could have time in the summer to go and visit a place like we have here to to enjoy the golf and get away and and all the amenities obviously that come with the resort so <laughs> so yeah. we're really excited about that yes i know you play with a lot of fun they probably uh maybe you're in your ear a little bit tim uh, how about we get in one of those bayview villas for the weekend tim <laughs> yeah i know we should do a show from there or something, <laughs> we maybe. probably should yeah <laughs> Uh, another one this uh, this year, a couples night is a pretty nice idea. To get, uh, it seems like more and more couples are playing golf together, and the and maybe get two couples out there at a time and really have some fun. Yeah, it's I mean it's something that we've we've done in the past, and we kind of got away from from a little bit, and we really wanted to bring it back anyway. So we're starting out at the last Friday of every month, uh, having a couples night, nine holes uh, with some appetizers, and you just come out and play. Form your own groups. We'll have some sort of different format with some prizes, but um, something we want to try. And so it's the last Friday of every month. We just got to call and sign up so we know who's coming out, and um, gets you away from maybe the kids for a night and and have a nice time. And hopefully the weather's going to be great. It starts at six o'clock on Friday, so gives you enough time to get out of work and and get home and get a babysitter for the night and enjoy it out at uh, Craigan's Legacy Courses. Sure, play a little golf, get a great uh, Legacy Grill meal, and uh, make a night of it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have the, the Twilight Dinner Special from the summer that pretty much goes all night long, or all summer long, excuse me, and where it's $45 for nine holes in dinner or 85 for 18 holes in dinner, which is our best value for, for golf and, and meals. So if you're able to stick around for a meal after your golf you can go out on the our huge patio that we have overlooking the golf golf course and watch some people come in and play but as well as enjoy a meal with that so we wanted to try to tie a little bit maybe that together sure and membership specials tim we've got uh again people come in from all over the area but also memberships for uh uh the locals as well and uh, you just kind of uh, got have a nice range of packages how much you want to play and when you want to play and those kind of things. Talk about your memberships a little bit. Yeah, we we try to cater to everybody and try to fit what's what's best for them. So uh, we have the unlimited memberships where, like you said, at any time of day, what time that you want to play unlimited golf, you can go out and play seven holes, eight holes, 36 holes, whatever it is, and it's all included. Uh, we also have our Players Club member, which is by rounds, uh, on a card, and as you come out and play, you take, you know, ticks off your card. Um, usually comes in packs of 10. Um, if you play after 3 o'clock, it's only half a round. And then we also have our, um, that's getting popular, is our par 3 and range membership. Um, definitely with uh, beginner golfers starting out there, get some confidence. Uh, you're not on the championship course, as well as you get to just come out and work on your game. Uh, unlimited golf balls on the range. Um, great for juniors, uh, seniors as well, that it's, it's a short course, um, easy to walk, 
drop the kids off, let them play for three, four hours, and then come back and pick them up. So um, it's it's great to learn. I That's how I learned. It was a small, shorter course. Uh, for everybody who knows my game, I mean, it's great. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, got, you got plenty long after learning on the short course to start. It is a great place and or a great opportunity where you can just uh, drop the kids off and let them play. That's how they're going to get better. With some repetition. Yep, I kind of liked your line there about six, seven, or eight holes. I like to play eight if I want to keep it in the forties. Yeah, that's that's what I say. I say I just I just play till I get to thirty six strokes, and then I get off the course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some uh, contact information, Tim, for memberships and for those uh, great uh, Bayview Villas and uh, any lodging out there this summer. We're on Podcast One now, so we're all over the country and also on LakeswoodsAndIrons dot com. So. How about some contact information for how we can find out everything we need to know at the Legacy? Yeah, anything that you guys that you need to know about Craigans and Craigans Legacy courses, you can just give us a call here at the Pro Shop, um, and we can direct you to the right uh, team that needs to that you need to talk to. Uh, the phone number is two one eight eight two five two seven eight nine. You can also go online at craigans.com as well and get any information from anywhere from lodging, golf, dining, um, meetings or any weddings that you maybe want to have out here, reunions, as well as uh, we're on most of the social media markets as well with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So get out there, like us, friend us, um, send us some pictures, you know, come out and golf, some twilight golf or get some great pics, add those on there. And um, we'd love to see, see everybody participating in that too. So you're easy to find. Very easy. Yep, very easy. All avenues of it. Or or just stop on out and say, hey, is Tim around? Chuck around. We'll want to talk to those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, thanks for taking the time. Sure to appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, Mac. Tim Johnson, PGA professional out at Craigans. Uh, you've got to put that on your golf calendar uh, just as much as you can this summer. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. LakeswoodsandIrons.com, 1380KLIZ, the fan, and also now on Podcast One and iTunes, wherever you find your favorite podcast, you can find Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Thanks to Ron Sanders and uh, Tim Johnson. Tim is uh, always a kick and a part of the great crew team at uh, Craigans. And, uh, Chris, uh, we ran into each other on the driving range. You'd asked uh, last week if I'd been out swinging at all, and I had not, so... I uh, wanted to get back out there and work on my short game a little bit. You and I had a lesson in, uh, in the uh, off-season, a very great lesson with my 60-degree, which had been had a permanent spot either in my bag or in my trunk for the last uh, four <laughs> years. And uh, you just had me hit it some and uh, got some confidence in it. And that, I think in the short game, the confidence is, is so important. And I just quit hitting it because I felt like I couldn't hit it. Went to the 56, and uh, but I can hit the 60 again a little I bit. I like it. Yeah, that, that <laughs> 60 had dust on it when we, yeah. when you pulled it out of the bag. So I was glad to see you uh, you practicing with that a little bit. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, this time of year, everybody comes out. It uh, The short game takes the longest to kind of get back because it's, uh, it's all feel-based, and uh, it takes a little while to get that feel, and not many people uh, – spend much time around the short game area practicing to get to get ready for or get tuned up for the season but uh uh you know the the big the biggest thing i see with the with chipping and putting that people need to focus on 
is where that club's bottoming out in relationship to that golf ball. And generally, if you're struggling with chipping and pitching, uh, you're hitting a lot of fat shots, a lot of thin shots. And those two shots are really the same shot. One of them's just the fat shot, the club's hit the ground. The thin shot, it hasn't. But both shots, the the club is bottomed out too far behind the golf ball. And any any shot that's hit hit off the ground, we've got to hit with a descending blow. So, in other words, we're hitting the golf ball in the downswing rather than the upswing. So, if you can really focus on getting that club to bottom out more forward, and a, a drill I like to use with people is if you uh, if you take a couple tees or a couple golf balls and kind of create a gate for yourself. And pretend like there's a golf ball in the middle of those two balls. And just work on striking the ground even with that. Or if you're a right-handed player, slightly to the left of that. So that you'd be that you'd be striking the ground in the right place. If there were a golf ball there, you'd be striking the, the golf ball more on the downswing rather than the upswing. And by eliminating the balls, the ball, we, we get rid of you know, the results being result-oriented. And uh, get used to hitting the, hitting the club in the ground in the right place, and then reintroduce the golf ball. And our always, you know, our first priority is always solid contact. It, it's hard to calibrate any distance if we're not getting some reasonably consistent solid contact. So once you get solid contact, then then you can start working working on direction and. Uh, and distance control in any of the short game, whether it's putting, chipping, pitching, it's all about about great distance control. Yeah, all about feel. You, I mean, you can hit. Uh, well, as I was practicing, you, you saw me fluff a few there on Sunday. Uh, although he's hitting a pretty good generally, but you know, you can hit it ninety yards and you can hit it thirty yards, depending on it's all feel basically. Right. Once you get right. into those clubs, yeah. If you, and if, like I said, if you can get that that good ball turf contact. Rather than turf ball contact, then uh, then th- that distance control and that feel becomes much easier to acquire. Enjoyed uh, also out there. We had uh, the generational. You know, I'm there, kind of the you know, one of the older guys, and I'm not super old, but old enough. And then uh, uh, Jared Clow had his little guy out there. He's about uh, uh, five or six years old. And then here comes Katie Foley practicing <laughs> again off the golf course, as cute as can be, and. Uh, out there uh, just playing some great golf. So uh, everybody was out there kind of working on a beautiful Sunday. Yeah, you know, Sunday was such a spectacular day, Mother's Day, and um, it, it was really fun to see a lot of family golf going on on Sunday. I love that. You wonder how many guys were like, when can we get this Mother's Day celebration over? i got to get to the club. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank uh, Tim Johnson and Ron Sanders. Also, I wanted to mention the 19th hole, which is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. After the... Uh, after the uh, little fun on the driving range for me, I stopped into the Legacy Grill there at Craigans, and uh, Tito's is served there at Craigans, and uh, had a cool one uh, before the end of the day. Perfect. So happy Mother's Day to me. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thank you, Mac. And you've been listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.